Hey friends, welcome to Wild Confidence Podcast, where we help one another find, keep, and share our confidence in Christ. I'm your host, Ainsley B. It's an honor to bring you some inspiring conversations with amazing guests. Before we hear today's conversation, I want to kindly ask if you'd leave a five-star review and share this episode with a friend who might like it. I'd also love to connect on Instagram, so find me at Ainsley B. Okay, I can't wait anymore. Let's get to know our guest. Mariela Rosario is a writer, coach, and spoken word artist from San Diego, California. After having a radical encounter with God in 2015, she has dedicated her life to the work of ministry. She has a bachelor's degree in Christian ministries, and she founded She Speaks Fire in 2018, which has grown to be an international ministry impacting hundreds of thousands of souls daily for Christ. Mariela, welcome to Wild Confidence. Thank you. Thank you for having me. All right. We're just going to hop right in because you and I are already like mid diving in and I'm like, okay, we gotta, we needed to press record. So you were telling me about having a radical encounter with God in 2015. Yeah. Tell me all the things. Tell me everything. What was, <laughs> what was that like? Yeah. So, um, I grew up in a single parent home with my father, which typically is like not normal. Mm. A lot of a lot of like single parents are like moms. Right. Yeah. So me and my sisters, um, my parents divorced when I was four. So I was like one of the only ones that really grew up without like a recollection of ever like having a mom in the home. So like I, so I was raised with my, my dad, who was born in 1936 in New Orleans, Louisiana. Any history buffs here, you know that that was middle of Jim Crow, civil rights, Mm. like black people had, you know, were treated like subhuman. So like he grew up with a lot of trauma, you know, and like their um, way, the parenthood of like people from that era was so different than what like fatherhood has evolved into. So back then men provided for their families. That was like what it was to be a father, not really like communication and like emotional stuff. So like psychology, Mm. um, said I have, I was emotionally neglected. Right. So like from a very young age, I just wasn't really talked to that much. I wasn't really like nurtured emotionally, you know? So like it spun me into very young, um, people pleasing a lack of identity. Um, like I remember it would be in rooms and just try not to breathe really loud. Cause I just, just don't be seen, just don't be heard. Like, I didn't feel like I deserved to be here. Like I felt like a burden my whole life in, in life. So I carried like this weight around and that led me to a lot of really bad situations. So, um, anybody, the first person that showed me any kind of attention, any kind of, um, love or affirmation, like I jumped into this like relationship, really unhealthy relationship, um, where the guy was cheating on me. I knew he was cheating on me, but I didn't know how to break up with him. Cause I didn't even know how to say no. I didn't know that my needs were even worthy. I didn't, I felt bad for him that I would be breaking up with him. Like it was weird how like yes. I was feeling, you know what I mean? So <clears throat> I carried this weight and every relationship was like that, where I was just like, I wanted you to love me. So I would do anything you wanted me to do for you to love me, which was really, really, really unhealthy. It was really tiring. And that's how I went about in in the world. Like imagine that kind of stress your whole life. I started being afraid of people. I like, didn't want to be around people because I got tired. I was like, what do you want from me? I don't have the Mm. energy to give you anything. I just want to. So then that would be 
into bouts of depression. And then for me to like medicate that and just not feel pain, I started doing drugs. I was like, I got to a point in my life where I would take anything. I didn't care what it was. Like I would take it. I remember sitting in front of a pile of cocaine and saying, if I do one more line, I'm going to die. And I would still do it. Like I was so tired of living. Like I didn't want to live anymore. I never, I like never created like a plan to kill myself or anything like that, but I would be okay if I wasn't here anymore. So I was living this life of just like, like heaviness and God, um, although I didn't grow up in the church, I grew up going to church because there's a difference of going and being in the church in the church is like, you guys are involved. Your parents like talk to you about God, like you, your home serves the Lord, but I would go to church and I would sit there and cry. Like, Whenever I would hear them sing, I would cry and I didn't know why. And I just remembered at like eight years old, I asked the Lord Jesus Christ to come into my heart, but I didn't know what that meant. I wasn't discipled. So like I went my whole life, like never talking to God because I didn't know like you're supposed to pray like these kinds of things until age 29. Okay. That was in 2015 that I literally was in my room at 3 a.m., so sick of life in this relationship with this guy that I would only hang out with on Saturdays. I was never around his family for over three years. Like, I think he was probably married to be quite honest. Like, but I was so like, I didn't know, like I was so naive and so broken, you know, that I just wanted love and affection. And there was a lot of like narcissistic manipulation and those kinds of things, but I felt like I could not get out of this relationship. Mm. And I felt in my heart, something that said, open up the Bible. So there was always this Bible in my house. Mind you, I had never opened up a Bible to read it on my own in my adult life, teenage life. And I go and I open it to Genesis and I start reading in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And then I keep reading. And it said, he created male and female in his likeness. He created them. He, and he, and I just started, I had this revelation that I was created by somebody that, that, which means I was loved, which means I wasn't a burden, which means I have a purpose, which means like I had, it was, that's why like when we read the Bible, you guys, it's not for our head, it's for our heart. And there's a revelation that happens, which is revealed knowledge from God, because in that moment, God opened up my eyes to who I was and to who he was. And like, it was like this burden was lifted off of me that I wasn't here carrying the weight of the world on my shoulders. And for two whole weeks, oh, by the way, from that day, that moment, I had that revelation. I never touched a hard drug ever again, never touched cocaine, didn't go to a 12-step program, didn't have withdrawals. God supernaturally what? delivered me from drugs. I'm not kidding you. Like wow. <clears throat> I no longer felt the need to numb like my pain and I didn't want to escape anymore. And I wanted to know this God. So literally for close to a month, I was just devouring the scriptures. Mind you, I didn't go to church and hear a message and respond and like hear and like, do you want to give your heart to Christ? Like, no, God met me in my addiction. God met me in my shame. God met me in my brokenness in my room. He came to me and met me. And I just wanted to know this God. So I started just reading the scriptures. Then God sent people in my life to invite me to church. And then I went to church and the rest is history. So like, I haven't turned back. I've just been serving the Lord ever since I've been like walking in my identity in Christ. And it's like an awesome thing. And I'm just so on fire because I, there's no going back. There's nothing. He's the way he's the truth. He's the life. Like I was dead. Now I'm alive. I was blind. Now I see. So that's why I'm all fired up. (laughs) 
Period. Well, I love that so much because that really does speak to the power of God in how welcoming him into your life will radically change your heart and your behaviors and your actions and the things that can come from that and the healing power that he has to take what was old and, you know, the old is dead, the new is alive in Christ. Like you are legitimately a new creation. And it's so, it's honestly inspiring to hear because I did grow up in the church and I feel like my transition was more like from doing these actions out of guilt or, you know, like kind of changing my actions because of the guilt more than the, the power of the God that I learned, uh, that I learned about. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I love, I, I just love what you're saying and how you're describing yourself, your previous life and what you were searching for and what you were hungry for. It's literally as if you read my diary, like I can just so relate to you, which means so many other people so many can relate to and feel yes. that and understand that and know that feeling of being in a room and not wanting to breathe too loud or feeling guilty for breaking up with someone who is literally not treating oh, you well. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> literally crazy, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, you're so right. Like that is exactly what it feels like. And uh, I'm just, I'm loving everything you're saying. Now that was a huge turning point, a moment of impact for you, obviously within your faith, um, but also with your actions, with your self-worth, with your identity, with all of these things. And it sounds like that was the moment that you discovered your confidence. Did you say that's true? Oh, 100. When I tell you I was the most unconfident person in the world, um, I probably was. And you know what? I still am, but you know who, like my weakness, he has made strong. I've discovered my confidence in Christ and who God says I am, not who Mariela, what Mariela can do, not what Mariela, how Mariela can perform, not any of that. My identity is who he called me to be. And I am so confident in that. That's what allows me to go and be unafraid to step out in uncharted waters, to be misunderstood because I'm confident in him and his power and who he created me to be. But in my own strength, in my own gifts, in my own abilities, although we all have gifts that God doesn't ever take away the gifts and the calling without the repentance of God, you can operate in your gift and in your, and, and what like you're good at for so long until you just really burn out. Cause what's birthed in the flesh, you have to sustain it there. And what's birthed in the spirit, he sustains. So it's like, he sustains me. I ride the wave of God's confidence. Like I might be cocky, but I'm cocky about the Lord. <laughs> No, I love, I ride the wave of God's confidence. That's so good. Yeah, man. You know, what's funny is that I'm, I'm hearing you literally, like, I'm, I'm thinking in my head, like, oh, she's spitting fire. And then I'm literally like, that's literally what she's, what her whole (laughs) ministry is called as she speaks fire. And I'm like, but you're not just speaking it. Like you are, it's like oozing out of you. And, um, everything you're saying, I'm literally, I'm like, let's go. Like, you, what, what, what do we need to do? Who do we need to find? Like, I'm ready. Like, you get me so hyped right now. I'm so excited. And I just love that. I mean, everything you're saying is it truly does ignite the souls and the spirits of other people. 
and everything that you write. I mean, I, I follow you obviously, cause we're friends and there's something that I saved of yours that I wanted to pull up. And it says, shout out to the prodigal son for teaching us that a blessing too soon is no blessing at all. Girl. <laughs> I'm sorry. Girl. What? So good. And then I was thinking about that with your story. Like, can you imagine that moment happening any sooner and what that would be like, you know? Yeah, no, I, I couldn't imagine it. I feel like it's all a part of the process. It's all a part of what God, like in his mystery and all, all wisdom and knowing because God is alpha and omega, which means he's beginning in the end. He sees the beginning. He sees the end, then he goes and creates you. He sees the end and then the beginning begins. So mm -hmm. like, as we continue to walk and although like, I mean, Romans 8, 28 tells us, right. He turns everything for our good. So it's like all these things that, that we experienced in life, it's all a part of what God's called me to do, because I have a compassion for the broken and people that were hurt the way I hurt. It's like, you can get knowledge out of a book and, and regurgitate that, but the anointing and the power comes through a place where God has already healed you from. So it's like, yeah. I have an authority to speak on something that I know because I used to bleed that way. So it's like when God heals us in a certain area, he calls us to that same place. I think about that one dude in the Bible when he got like freed and he said, Jesus, can I go with you? I think it was to do with all them demons in it and the legion <laughs> of demons. Right. And G and he was like, you know, who are you? And they're like, we're many and send us into the pigs and blah, 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 blah. All this. I mean, I look at myself, I was like that. And he said, Jesus, can I just go with you? And he said, no, go back and tell them what I've done for you. Yeah. So that's what it is. It's like, we, we when we or want something too soon. God's timing is perfect because there's going to be a going back for you, going back for and, and helping set captives free from places that you were once bound. So everything happens at the right time. I, although I wish I didn't have to go through all that pain, I thank God for it because it's given the purpose um, that um, which I'm here and he heals that pain, you know, like you think about like crazy stories like Joyce Meyer when she talks about her her dad used to like rape her and all this kind of stuff and then he she took care of him at the end of her life that's supernatural that's like a healing that this world doesn't understand that's a peace that this world cannot give and that's what happens when we give God our pain when we give God our brokenness he's the one that is able to mend all things and and be able to give you beauty for your ashes and the, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. But when we try to heal that on our own, it's going to break us. It will break mm -hmm. us. We were never created to do that. I know I kind of went left, but I hope that answered. Your no, that was so good. I'm on, I'm literally like hanging on to every single word and I'm like <laughs> writing notes like crazy. You we in church today. Come okay. on girl. I can't. <laughs> Gotta preach in my spirit. No joking. Well, I love it. Let's go. I'm here for it. Hey, if you're enjoying Wild Confidence so far, I can't thank you enough for hanging out with us. And we have some bonus content for you. We have a Patreon that you can join if you head to patreon.com forward slash wildconfidence. We have podcast bonuses. You get the episodes early, uh, free downloads, and some Enneagram extras that are just so much fun. And we have such a fun community over there. So I would love for you to join us there and support the podcast so we can stay wild at patreon.com forward slash wildconfidence. So as you're, I'm thinking about your day to day and like, okay, you're obviously just oozing confidence, oozing the Lord's confidence. 
And, um, you know, we, we talked about a little bit of that source and I'm wondering, like, do you do anything daily or, um, habitually that helps you stay confident? Oh yeah, girl. You have to seek. I mean, I have to seek the Lord daily because I'm, I'm like from the South side of the kingdom. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) We can't, we can't knock if you buck real quick. I'm just like, look here, look here. Let me tell you where to go and how to get there. Okay. And it's like, God, like I got to seek God daily. I got to seek his heart. I got to seek his will because it's like, when especially like where you're called like your your gift is sometimes it could be used for good or it could be used for like evil and i'm called i'm called to encourage i'm called to motivate i'm called to um light people on fire so if i am not in that place of calling and gifting of the one that gave me that then i will use that in another way and it's like that means you could tear people down you could do like it could go left real quick so yeah i have to seek the lord daily and what does that look like for me um, it looks like getting in his word. It looks like getting into worship. It looks like being connected to community. It looks like serving in my local church where people don't think I'm even a big deal. They're just like, yeah, that's Mariela, you know, like no big deal. It keeps you like humble, you know, and it's like be a servant, like, and allow yourself and your flesh to be subjected to the spirit. So it's like, if we're not actively doing that in our day-to-day lives, it's like, then you're on your own. You know what I mean? That confidence, it starts leaning on yourself. So I got to stay in the Lord's presence. That's what I, I have to do every day. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. And I'm, I'm thinking about the girl who says, I hear you, but I don't have time. Mm, oh yeah. What would you say to her? I say search the scriptures like you do some dude's Facebook page that you're interested in. Okay. You're going to go all the way back to 2015. Look at who's commenting, who's, who his mama is, who his sisters are, what his dreams are. Like, look, oh my God. We want, we make time for, you know? So it's like, um, it's like when we, it's like we, we have to decide that we cannot go without that. You know, it's like we have to decide that it's like the air that we breathe. It's like, understanding that it's the wisdom and the guidance of God, not our own, that it's the very breath in our lungs that belongs to him. The Bible says that even if we don't worship, the rocks will cry out. So it's like, God, I am, I love you so much that I want to hang out with you. So, and I also say we live in 2021, girlfriend, like there, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to sit there with the Bible open in a highlighter. Like if you're going through a, a busy season or a time where like you have a lot going on, or maybe your mental state just isn't there. Listen to the scriptures while you're cleaning your house. Listen to the Bible while you're laying in bed. Like there is a way to really get God's word in you because at the end of the day, the word of God is not for your head. It's for your heart. And the Bible says that he brings everything. The spirit of God brings things into remembrance, which I disciple girls in my local church and they say, Mariela, when I read the Bible, like, I don't remember anything. And I'm like, yeah, neither do I. But when we get it in us, God brings it to our remembrance. When we decide to be intentional and say, yo, want to learn this, you decide to put it on a note card and repeat it to yourself over and over. Like you have the wisdom, the mind of Christ, and God knows how your mind is wired. Like I have ADHD. He knows that I'd be like, ooh, squirrel. So it's like, there's grace there. And it's not like one one way is the only way. No, like God's an artist. Like he made some of you like real studious. He made some of us real 
like everywhere, but it's like, we all serve our purpose and God works with us where we are. I love that. It's so good because it reminded me of what I actually did this morning and what I really like to do, ideally in a perfect world, I'll sit down, I'll like listen to my Bible and uh, maybe read a devotional and journal a little bit. Like that's my perfect, I have all the time in the world. Let's get after it. I'll go into the throne room. I'll do this and this and this. This morning, I was like, I don't have time to do anything but breathe, but I had to take my dog on a walk because, you know, dogs require walks. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to put in my headphones, listen to scripture. I ended up walking way longer than I should have <laughs> because I was just listening and I was incorporating a spiritual discipline in my daily life because like you said, it's 2021. There's really not, I'm going to be honest, there's really no excuse. Yeah, it's true exactly how you said you make time for the things that you care about. Yeah. And you know what? It has to go. We have to change the narrative about this. Okay. Because I think that God, he's doing a new thing in the church. He's doing a new thing in the body. Religion is so 1999. Like religion is, I'm going to work my way into God's good graces. I'm going to work my way into favor. And that's not true. Favor is yours because you're in Christ Jesus. When God sees you, he sees his spotless son. He sees no sin. You could come boldly to the throne of grace where you will receive mercy. You have access to the father. The veil has been torn. So when we just, when we, when we realize that like God made a way for us to be in relationship with him, the same God that created the heavens and the earth knows your name. The same God that tells the stars where to sit and the ocean, where to have its borders wants to be in relationship with you. And he didn't just say it like some of these boo-boo dudes out here. Oh, I love you. (laughs) No, he showed it. He showed it. He said he took off his robes of majesty. He put on the rags of humanity. He walked a life that you and I could not walk and died a death that you and I deserve to die. And he did that because he loves you while you were still yet a sinner. So there's people that say, well, I don't feel God's love. No, you got to know God loves you. Whenever you don't feel it, just look to the cross. That's where he showed you. He was, he didn't just talk the talk. He walked the walk. So we got to change our perspective and our perception and our narrative when it comes to spending time in the word, in worship, in those kinds of things. It's not a discipline. It's a delight. I Mm. get to be with my father. I get to spend time with God today. What does God have for me? Like a little child that goes with an expectancy that our father is good. He says, if you sinners know how to give good gifts to your kids, what more do you think I'll give the Holy Spirit to them that ask? Like I'm a good God. And it's like, when we come with that childlike faith, we're going to want to be in God's presence. We're going to want to hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. And I think, and I want to break somebody free that's hearing this podcast right now that feels like God has favorites. That feels like some people hear God more than others. God is no respecter of persons. God says, if you seek me, you will find me when you search with your whole heart. He tells us in Jeremiah, call upon me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. God will reveal himself to you if you come with a humble heart because you're his daughter you're his son whoever's listening to this come to god come expect it and know that you are worthy and he's there he's waiting for you he's not like hiding from you he's like ready he's like come find me you know yes so what do you do if it starts to feel like or whenever you start to fall into that temptation of having to work for his Mm, love and approval Yeah. 
Like, honestly, that's the story of my life. So I went from having to work for love and approval in the world, which led me to drugs and led me to just wanting to numb out and escape. Then I had this encounter with God and he freed me from like the people like, oh my gosh, I don't have to work for love and approval. But then I took that same unhealed mindset and took it to my relationship with God. So I felt like I had to work for his love and work for his approval. And I'm what we're in 2021. So I'm like six years into this thing. And it's, it's a day by day, um, like intention to, Mm. to heal. It's, you have to heal. You have to trust that God is who he says he is, that we learn how to rest in the finished works of Christ. Cause guess what? If you don't ever do, if you don't ever pick up your Bible until you meet Jesus face to face, he's still going to love you. He's still going to accept you. It's like, we don't salvation is a gift left any one of us shall boast. Okay. So it's not something that we can earn. It's something that we must simply receive. And the thing is, is like, when we keep seeking God, he starts giving you that revelation of rest. He starts giving you that revelation of identity and, and sonship and being a daughter. Um, and it really comes from that secret place of saying, God, like, this is all I have. Like that one little kid in the Bible. that's like, look, all I got is what my mom packed me for lunch. Like, this is it. And God says, give me what you have and I'll multiply it. God, he does the work. All we do is come with what we have. God, you know, I'm spacey. You know, I be forget, you know, I procrastinate, you know, my Mm -hmm. mind is all over the place, but this is all I have. And I give it to you. He goes, okay, I'll take that. And I'll multiply that versus I need to multiply myself for him to love me. It's I come the way I am and he multiplies it. He increases it. He it's his power. He's the Mm -hmm. one that changes our heart. He's the one that changes our mind, but we must come. So I would, I would say this to that person. I would say, just keep going, just keep Mm. seeking, just keep coming and let God do the work. Yeah, that's good. Come with what you have. I love that. That's it. I love that. Okay, I'm thinking of how much you're pouring out for the other people who are listening. Like, um, I mean, I can literally see someone in tears right now listening to this. You're setting people free from something that I know the Lord told you. All of these people are going to hear it. And I'm so excited for that. But I want to know what you would tell your younger self, mm. your younger, less confident self. Cause I'm hearing what, you know, what the incredible wisdom you're sharing for everyone else whose ears are going to get this blessing, but what would you give, what advice would you give your younger self? Mm. I would <laughs> tell my younger self, breathe girl, <clears throat> breathe. Cause I would, I went my whole life holding my breath Ooh. and I would say, breathe. That's what I would tell her. I would tell her you're worthy. You're valuable. Like you, your voice is needed. Like you're, you don't have to do anything to earn the space you occupy. Like exhale, that's good. exhale. That's what I would tell her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's something for us to hear and tell other people. Yeah. Like that's something that, I mean, I'm thinking of like a sibling or a sister or a friend who just needs to hear that. Yeah. Like they need to hear, they need to get a permission slip to just breathe breathe. Yeah. The very fact that like, you don't have to see, you don't have to see an architect or a carpenter or a construction worker to know that they were there or that they like the building standing is a testimony that Mm. somebody 
that somebody was there and created that thing, which means that that thing had a purpose. That means that somebody took intention. Someone took time to draft out those drawings, to, to lay the cement down. Your very existence is a testimony that wow. God took time on you, that you have a purpose, that you're not just a mistake. You're not an accident. You're, you're worthy and you're loved. And God took time on you. The Bible says he knows every hair that's on your head, every thought before you think it, every word before you speak it. You have permission to breathe and be because of him. And he created this whole joint and he put you in here. He put you here. So that means that the world needs what you carry. Like God, you are the solution to, to a problem that this world has because yeah. you're here. And God put something inside of you that this world needs, you know, and the enemy, like, let's not, let, I hate, I, well, I don't want to say I hate, it, it bothers me sometimes when I hear people say like, I don't want to over-spiritualize this, but what you're really saying is that you don't want to tell the truth. Like the truth Ooh. is we have an enemy to our soul and you're, yes. you're not weird by telling the truth. This is true. What God's word says is true. You're not over-spiritualizing anything. This is the truth. We have an enemy to our soul that hates you because you are a, a reflection of the glory of God that he will never experience ever again. So yep. he knows he can't take your salvation. So he'll try to take your calling. He'll try to take your voice. He'll try to take your identity. The enemy does not care about your relationships, your finances, your home. He doesn't care about, he cares about your faith. Do you believe that God is who he says he is? Cause he does, he did the same thing with Eve. Like, did God really say he tried to make her question her position before a good God and his yeah. goodness towards her. And that's the same thing that's happening to us now. The things that come into our life that make us feel unworthy, that make us feel like we can't breathe in a room and we can't take up space and we can't have needs and we can't have boundaries and we can't have things that, that, that for ourselves, you know, it's like, he is trying to take what God deposited in you and your purpose here on this earth. And he wants to thwart how you see God and how you see yourself. Yeah. When the Bible says that the enemy comes to steal, Girl. kill, and destroy, that is like for real. It's true. Like anything within your, I always think like anything within my day that makes me feel separated from God or just a, a feeling that would not come from God is an attack from the enemy. Straight up. Period. But like, that's what it is. Like, you think he takes a break on your day to day life? No, it's, it's like, he is actively trying to ruin your life. I don't know if like, we fully understand that as like a body of take days off. Say it again. He doesn't take days off. Yeah. And it's like, we, we blame God for so many things that go wrong in our lives. And I'm like, are you forgetting that there's literally a devil who's yes. constructing some of these things. Yeah. It ain't, it ain't, this, this is like the literal enemy stealing your joy, killing your dreams and destroying your heart or soul or whatever. Like that's what's yeah. happening. And then take it one step further. Cause we, we finished that. I says, but Jesus came to give us life and give us life in abundance. Some people stop at that. No, he wants us to live. And yeah. that's where that confidence comes. Like that, that being a confident person in who God called you to be is like, God called us to live, not sit here and like be in our corner and like, oh, I can't wait for the rapture and for Jesus to come and take me home. It's like, no, we're here. 
Heaven comes down. That's why Jesus says, when you pray, pray your kingdom come, your will be done. And God's will is for you to be who free. He called you to live. Yes. So it's like, what is it that God has put inside of you? Like, I'm yes. so passionate about purpose because I went 29 years of my life feeling like I didn't have a purpose here. So it's like, I know, like now I'm so, my eyes are so open and I'm like, if all of us just started functioning the way God created us to be, not only would we see the greatest revival that, that the world has ever seen, but it's like, that's what the kingdom come is. His will be done is. When we take our positions, whether you're a minister in the four walls of the church, whether you are a business owner, whether you are a, just a stay-at-home mom, whether you are in the corporate, whatever it is, wherever God has called you, that is ministry. Yeah. Because the kingdom goes wherever you go. Yeah. Because the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead lives inside of you. And he wants to give you ideas and, and different innovations for his kingdom to come here on earth. Wherever you go, if you're in the marketplace, guess what? The kingdom is in the marketplace because you're there. Yeah. And that's something that God is just breaking me free from because I wasn't raised in the church. So I felt I had this radical encounter with God that I was like, okay, I need to make a ministry. And this is what ministry is. So that means I need to do like a nonprofit and da 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 da. <laughs> but really, God called me to be like a motivational person, like a very encourager. Like I have the gift yes. of exhortation and encouragement. And I, I just want to shake people because I see who they are. And I'm like, I want to activate you. Let's do this. But then I had my limited mindset of what ministry was that it yeah. kept me in a, this box. And God's like, I have called you to live. Go write the book, go start the business, go do and be free and live on this earth. And wherever I go, wherever you go, I go. So let's go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of go write the book. Uh oh. Go ahead. Tell us, tell us some good news. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> they gave your girl a book deal, girl. Let's go. <laughs> I am yeah, so excited. So is there going to be an audiobook? Yeah, girl. And I'm going to be yeah. voice on it. So. I, I can't wait. <laughs> okay, so what is what is the book about? When can we expect it? I'm so hyped about this. Yeah, so right now I'm she speaks fire embracing your message and sharing it unafraid. So it's really just a book of activation. Wow. It's a book of just like reminding you like you have a purpose on this planet and like let's go we need you to get into position so I'm going to be talking about just the burden of God getting in the secret place of God the confidence that you have in Christ and just the ability and the permission you'd be very surprised how many women and people in general just feel like they need permission to live yes permission yes. to be, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm just really fired up. It's like my life message. It's something that every, I could talk about something, but I always bring it back to this one thing, like, because it is like my message that God has given me to like share with the world, you know, yeah. light fires, let's go. Ignite. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm so pumped. This is going to be incredible. And we will be just covering you in prayer and as you go through this process, I'm in the thick of the process now. And I'm like, I mean, 
it's just intense. It's intense. Oh my gosh. But it's going to be amazing. It's so much fun. It's very exciting. And we are going to be covering you in prayer as a wild confidence community. We want to have you back closer to the um, release so we can hear all the things. And how else can we pray for you? Um, yeah, just pray, pray for me for my concentration. You know, I shared earlier my ADD, like the acting yeah. up times, you know, like pray for just organization, concentration, and just like a solid, like support, like team, you know, come alongside me. I have so many like aspirations that God wants that I feel like God wants to do through She Speaks Fire. I see like my ministry, which is also my business that I see it being a platform, um, a resource platform that women can come to be um, equipped and empowered to walk in purpose. So like, I'm like thinking of launching like a business school. I'm thinking about launching like a, um, a ministry school. Like I see it being something so like impactful for the world. And I have all these like dreams, you know, and I'm just like, all right, pray for me that I reel it in and I get like the right people around me to help bring that vision to pass. So I'm excited. You got it. We will be praying for that. And we just cannot thank you enough for hanging out with us today and all of the incredible wisdom you just shared with us. I wish that you could, I wish everyone could see like my notes next to me. I'm like viciously writing down as she's talking, (laughs) as you were talking today. So thank you so much. Thank you. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out today. I pray that you're able to see yourself how the Lord sees you so you can hold your head a little higher and shine your confidence a little brighter. I would so appreciate if you would leave a review, subscribe, and share this with a friend. And of course, I want to stay connected with you. Find me on Instagram at Ainsley B. And my website is AinsleyBritton.com. See y'all later.